uh, this declaration is very important today, and we need to remember this. My past is past. My future is bright. God's promises are true, and His word is sure. With God as my helper, I will be all He wants me to be. I will do all He wants me to do. I will receive all He wants me to receive. And I will give God the glory He deserves. Amen. Amen. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that because that too is important. Uh, seems like so many times today when uh, we think about uh, a message or whatever God has placed on our heart, how important it is about our past not being there anymore. But I want to start this morning by uh, asking you a question, and it's not a simple question to answer, but I want each and every one of us to seriously, seriously consider this question and answer it to yourself. The question is simply, how do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about yourself today? I'm not asking about how good you feel. I'm not asking about what accumulations that you may have and what home or job or status. I'm not asking about any of those things. Uh, I'm not asking about the mask, if you will, that we put on so often because we really don't want to go there. This morning, I want to go there. And I want you to go there. Because after so long, you can begin to believe that that's all there is for you. After so long, you can begin to believe the lie that Satan has placed upon you. After so long, you begin to living the rut that you call life. And you feel like there is no way out. You feel like this can't be all there is. So your answer, no doubt, if you were to give an honest answer about how you feel, maybe your answer would be you feel you are worthless. Worthless. There are people here today with the number that we have, I know without a doubt. Not only that, because I had a totally different message planned to do just the other night. Last night. <laughs> there are people here today, no doubt, that if you get away the facade, if you, if you step outside of that, and if you step outside and say, I'm okay, I'm doing all right. If you step away from that and you really look at who you are, you're going to find out that you don't feel very good about yourself. And Satan will want to get you so far to think that you are worthless. <laughs> May I also tell you that is a lie right out of hell. God created you. How could we be worthless? But you see, Satan does that. 
the old deceiver, he puts those things in our mind and he begins to make us think, well, life isn't going to change for me. And I guess this is the way it is or whatever it might be. And you begin to feel worthless. I guess I should give you a scripture here. I'm going to be jumping, I think, in scripture. In the book of Matthew 13, chapter. I want to show you this morning that you are by no means worthless. Because if you don't know whose you are, you have no way of knowing really who you are. People can deceive you, they can brainwash you, you can do that to yourself, you can let things enter into your life that change the very core of how you live each day. You can allow things to come in and entrap you. My friends, I'm telling you what, just like the epidemic of heroin and other drugs, not only in this city, all over this country, that has captured people and brought themselves down to the pits of the miry clay, like David said. But you know what? He said, I cried unto the Lord. David felt that he was worthless. Until you find out just where you're at. Until you accept the fact of where you're at with your life and with your life with God. You'll not ever see how priceless you are. Until you come to realize that the prodigal son did not realize how good it was at home until he thought he could do things his way. Until he came to himself, he didn't realize how good his father had been blessed with him. And blessed him. I want to read to you a passage of scripture from one of the parables of 13, Matthew. And I just want to read a couple of verses here. And I want to start in verse 45. 45. And again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man seeking goodly pearls of who, when he had found one of great price, went out and sold all that he had and bought it. And again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Who, when he had found that one pearl of great price, went out and sold all he had and bought it. So many times people think that this is what a person does when they seek and find Christ. My friend, because it says seeking early pearls, I don't know of sinners today that are seeking Christ. They're not seeking Christ, they're seeking sin. Because sin will begat sin. And they are continuing to want to live in the lifestyle of sin. They're continuing to want to live in such a way that brings them further and further down 
into a state of a worthless condition. The other thing that it could not be the sinner seeking Christ, because when he found it, the Bible says he went and sold all he had and bought it. You can't buy what Christ has already given. You cannot buy. So may I tell you this morning, think about that. And I want us to understand here, every one of us here today are seeking a life that matters, are we not? We are seeking a life that matters, and that's how Satan tries to intrude in your life. That's why he tries to intrude, and that's why Paul tells us to renew our minds daily. To renew our minds daily. Because Satan will come in and and he'll try to tell you that you just don't matter anymore. Oh Lord, how many times I've talked with people that want to end their lives because they say my life just don't matter anymore. How many times have I done that to where I have to plead with them and said yes you do matter because God made you. Genesis 1, let me read here. I'm going to get back to that in a minute, but let me go over here and find this. Genesis 1, 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. God made you, and He made you in the image of Him. So you are not worthless. You are not that. God said that we are created to be like Him. And in Ephesians 2, 10, pretty sure, 2, 10, The Bible tells us that we are His workmanship. We are His masterpiece. God created you to be like Him, to live for Him, to love Him, to know that He loves you, and He created you to live in such a way. But think about this pearl. He said there was a pearl, there was a merchant man. First of all, a merchant is one who purchases, right? A merchant is one who goes and purchases. And he said there was this merchant man seeking goodly pearls. And do you notice something about the pearl? He said he seeks goodly pearls, a pearl of all the fine jewelry in the day. And back in that day, the pearl was only for the kings and the great potentates. But of all the great jewelry today, you can cut a diamond. You can get a diamond as big as a golf ball. But when you start cutting on that and cutting on that and cutting on that and shaping that, it becomes very valuable. You can do the same thing with a ruby or a sapphire or an emerald or any other rock, precious stone. But you think about this, you cannot touch, you cannot do anything with a pearl to make it any better. It has to be just like it is. said he was seeking, and when he found a pearl of great price. My friend, the pearl of great price is the church, and the pearls that he's talking to is you and I, every one of us. When he found one that was of great price, listen to what it did. It said he sold all that he had and bought it. Can you imagine the kingdom of heaven getting all that they had and giving all that they had in such a way so that this could be made possible. This pearl could be purchased. This one who felt worthless 
could feel the value. The pearl starts out in the oyster, in the bed of an oyster. Everything was fine, and then what happened? A grain of sand or a piece of bone or whatever might come in and start to irritate in the pearl, in the oyster. And by starting to irritate in that oyster, and starting to do that, the oyster itself starts to uh, secrete, and, and it forms this over a long time. It forms this beautiful pearl. Do you understand today that you and I were made perfect in the image of God? But a little bit of sin, sin came into our lives. And because of that, my friends, something had to be done. And that's why Jesus Christ and all of the kingdom of heaven became bankrupt. Because they gave all that they had to die on a cross. So that we could be purchased, if you will. Why? Because sin enslaved us. Just like that pearl was captured in the oyster. Needed to be free. We needed to be freed as well. And sold all that they had to purchase that pearl. The Bible tells us over here in the book of, uh, uh, over here in the book of uh, First Peter, in first chapter, and verse 18. For as much as you know that you are not redeemed, Purchased, right? For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver or gold, where do we put our value at? Where do we put our value at? As how much gold, how much silver? You are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by the tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. For verily, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world. Did you hear what it says? He tells us that we were redeemed not through anything that we've done vain conversations or anything, we were redeemed through what? A great price. And the great price came through Jesus Christ. You hear it today and you feel like your life is worthless. You feel like there's no value to it. You feel like you're unloved. You feel like whatever's going wrong in your life, it seems like you just don't have any peace, any joy, any happiness, or any of these things. I want you to know something. There was a purchase paid for you. There was a purchase made in your behalf. And do you know what? That purchase, my friend, was the redemption of Jesus Christ's blood so that you and I could be priceless. Priceless. How important that is to you and I today. I want you to know something. Listen to this. In that day, they were slaves. And a man would go and he would purchase a slave. And in order for him to purchase a slave, what could he do? He had control over that slave, did he not? Listen, Jesus Christ came and purchased the slave, if you will. And then what he did, he set them free. We're no longer a slave anymore. We're no longer in bondage. We're no longer that worthless individual. We are created in him 
for him, by him, to be priceless and to be that individual that God wants you and I to be. Where do you stand today? Where do you stand? I know there's somebody here today that knows exactly what I'm talking about. I know there's somebody here today that if I was to say, raise your hand, and I'm not. But if I was to say, raise your hand, if you feel like you are worthless, hands would go up. But I've got good news for you. (laughs) Jesus Christ sought you. He said, seeking goodly pearls. He sought you out. The Bible said he came to seek and to save those which were lost. Lost in the feeling of worthlessness. Lost in their sin. Lost in this condition that they're in. My friend, where sin had entered in. But listen here. God is forming His love around you. And He wants to make you new again. He wants to change you and to make you a new creature in Christ Jesus. That grain of sin, a sand that went into the oyster. My friend, come out a valuable pearl, did it not? Why? Because it had been made in the likeness of a great creator. And I want you to know something here today. You have been made in the likeness of the great creator. You are not worthless. You were worth dying for. And Jesus died for you so that you could have everlasting life. How often do we feel so worthless today? You know what? (laughs) The Bible tells us here That God so loved the world. This is what he sought. He paid all that he had. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This is going back and giving up all that he had. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. I'm glad I'm no longer a slave. Aren't you? I'm glad I've been purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm glad that I know that I didn't buy Him because I didn't have the power to buy Him. I'm glad I know that because it wasn't silver or gold could accomplish that. It was through the blood of Jesus Christ that could cleanse you and cleanse me from all unrighteousness today. And I want you to know something. I am no longer worthless. I am priceless in the eyes of God. You are priceless in the eyes of God. He told Israel back there in Isaiah 43. I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name and thou art mine. He tells you and I the same thing today. And yet so many people in our society, in our city even today, are walking around feeling worthless. My friend, I want to tell you something today. I've got some great news for you. (laughs) You might be in slavery of feeling worthless, but I want to tell you something. There's one here today that can bring you up and open up that oyster shell, if you will. There's one here today that has the power to open up and show you what He has created in your life and to show you what God can do. There is one here today that is able to do that, and that's through and by the godly sorrow working on a sinner's heart today to let them know that Jesus loved you enough that He died you while you were still yet in your worthless as you feel sinful state. How important is this for you and I to know today? It's so important we need to know. Listen, how important is this? We need to understand this morning. As he said, you were not redeemed with corruptible things. 
My friends, so often people try to get the heaven. <laughs> try to think you're feeling okay and you're doing okay by doing things of wood, hay, and stubble. By living a life that, my friend, one of these days will be burned away. But I'm asking you today, you're here today and you feel like your life is just not right. Something's not right in your life and you know that. And I want you to know something here today. You're here today because God himself gave the best and all that he had in heaven. Gave all that he had in heaven, his only begotten son. So you could have eternal life, everlasting life. May I tell you today that if you want this everlasting life, you know what you have to do? You have to realize that yes, I'm in bondage. You have to realize that just like inside of that oyster shell, yes, I feel there's no way out. But then you have to call on one who is able. Then you have to realize and call on one who's able to do all things. My friend, he'll open up a brand new life to you. He will show you exactly who you are. You see, because life is not possessed by fulfilled by all the things we possess in life. It's not that. Uh-uh. I share it. I've shared it before. It's been a long time. It's come to me. Looked a house in Tennessee when I lived down there. I was totally amazed at how huge. I, I don't know if I know of a larger house around here as this house I've seen. I went forever, it seemed like, down the concrete driveway. And as I looked out, the black rail fences went forever. The black Angus cattle just like dotted the fields as far as you could see. As I got to approaching the house, look back and you see the huge mansion and the driveway curved around. And over here on this side here was a huge, huge pool. Probably as large as this church. Huge pool. On beyond the pool was a house bigger than mine. That was their guest house. And over here was the helipad where the helicopter was sitting. As I went up to knock on that door, the door was open about eight inches. I knocked on it and I said, hello. Hello. And I heard... Someone like they were sobbing said, come on in. I'd never been in that house before. And I followed the voice into the kitchen. I'm just amazed by everything in this house. I've never been in a house like it since. And I went into this house, and the lady that the house was sitting there crying... I announced my call to preach. There had been a youth revival not long before this. She knew I was a young preacher. And she said, before I could get out, this is an awesome place you have here. I thought somebody had died. I thought somebody had died. And I was walking in on a phone call she just received. But what she had told me, as she started to weep, 
She said, I am the most unhappy person. We began the conversation, and I'm not going into all that I remember about it, and I do. But it was basically this. They had formed a very good life. They didn't have a want for anything financially. But to this day, she's probably one of the most miserable people I've ever met. She felt she was worthless. Silver and gold won't buy you peace and prosperity. Silver and gold won't give you the freedom that you're looking for. What about you today? What mask are you hiding behind yourself? Have you gotten used to living that way so much so that it's okay to feel worthless because I guess this is just how it's going to be for me? No, it's not either. Jesus Christ said He came to set the captive free. You don't ever, ever, ever no longer have to be a slave anymore. You need to understand here, my friend, You've been made priceless. Because while you were yet sinners, the price was paid for you. While you were yet living in sin, the price was paid for you. What about you today? Are you going to be bold enough today to say, Yeah, I feel so worthless sometimes in my life. I feel so worthless. You think... God is putting that in your mind? Do you think God is telling you you're a worthless individual? You need to become bold. You need to become like a child and come to the Father. He's going to show you just how priceless you are. Think about that. All of heaven, all of heaven, the riches of heaven were emptied so that you could know your crisis. You could know the gift of eternal life. Stay in life. What about you? I knew this would be a quiet message, if you will. But that just tells me you've let it hit your heart. May I also tell you this, and we're going to leave here in just in a moment. You can, as Brother Joe said earlier, you can walk out those doors here in just a few minutes. Take your captivity right along with you. Take your sense of value right along with you. Or you can say, I'm not going to live that anymore. I'm not going to be that person anymore. And Jesus bought you, He redeemed you. You're His. You're not for sale. You're not for sale. 
what I said when he set you free, you're free indeed. That's what the power of a slave owner could do when he bought someone, they were his, or he could set them free. They would no longer ever be a slave. Never a slave. Don't live like that. And I ask this too. You're here today. We have a couple that's going to be baptized next Sunday. You're here today and you want to be baptized. I want you to be able to step forward as well and say, I want to be in that number that's going to be baptized. If you want to join this church through another way, we receive membership, statement of faith, whatever. I want you to let me know as well. Christians here today, church members here today, knowing your strong faith, you that know that you're strong in the Lord, we also know how the enemy attacks and comes after us, do we not? So if we know, and, and, and I feel that way, so I also know how the enemy comes at me, and if he comes at me, I know there are ones, and I'm not saying I'm better than you, by no means I'm not. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. But if there's ones here today that are weak and weary and worn and don't feel, we need to be praying for those. Why? Because that is the church. And that is the power that needs to be brought together. 